The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own did not accept him. But to all who accept, who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have, we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. The sitters are some of the most intriguing aspects of Denver Art Museum's exhibit exploring women artists in the age of Impressionism. Yes, you heard that correctly. The sitters, the people who sat for hours or days at a time as subjects of art. Professional interpreters often disagree over who the sitters in various pieces are. Some speculate that they are sisters or close associates of the artists. Others assert that they are the artists themselves. Subtle visual insertions of women's humanity at a time in history when women were not readily admitted to academies, studios, or salons of fine art in Paris. The role of the sitter, of the model, of the subject, is central in portraiture. If a sitter cannot be still and focused, the artist cannot do her work. When looking closely at the John passage, one can get the sense that the word is a sort of sitter, and the gospel narrator is a sort of artist weaving together the textures, hues, and subject necessary for a fulsome portrait. Line by line, the artist invites the viewer into her stark relief of the word made flesh. Dip, in the beginning was the word, mix, and the word was with God, stir, and the word was God, attention, he was in the beginning with God. Sit straight up. 
All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being stroke. Portraiture takes an almost obsessive level of attentiveness to the sitter, forcing the artist to take notice of the way breath enters and leaves the body, slumps at the first occasion of exhaustion, perks up in moments of joy, and the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. In the incarnation, God in Jesus Christ sat for humanity for 33 short years. Every sigh that Jesus exerted, every joke he smirked at, every table he stubbed his toe on, and he did stub his toe on tables, was a flash of an otherwise elusive God. God's elusiveness and hiddenness are often frustrating, but they are anchors of God's mysterious nature. And yet, God seems to break that mold in Jesus. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made God known. No one has ever seen God, and yet the son, the offspring, the one on whom God's image is permanently imprinted has made God known. It is this Jesus, this word made flesh, this sitter for the portrait who has given us a deep sense of who God is, what God is about, and how God loves and moves in the world. Christmas, of all of the church's holy days and seasons, is God's way of breaking through the chorus of books, doctrines, and hearsay about what God is like and says, this is what I'm actually like. To behold God in the flesh is to behold something more tangible and lasting than a portrait. It is to behold the ground of our being, the source of our existence, the space between the notes. It is to hearken back to the Genesis narrative and say, let's add some texture here. The creative energy present in our origin origins was embodied in a person who fully reflects God's loving nature. And this has only happened because of the word's closeness to the Father's heart. That proximity, that nearness is what grounds us. All these millennia later, in the foundation of our Christian faith, that God loves the world and became human to show us what God is like and according to St. Athanasius, so that we too can become like God. St. Paul took this so far as to say that the incarnation, or the fullness of time as he called it, 
happened so that we could receive adoption as children of the divine. And because of this adoption, we hear and feel the rumble of the Son in us crying, Abba, Father. Much like Mary, the mother of God, who felt this rumble for nine months. And it is she, that God-bearer, who celebrates Christmas first, who draws us into this 12-day feast, who breathes a sigh of relief after an intense labor, who says, it does not end with me. God seeks to be born in you as well. Amen.